Hey there, it's Colette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. We are pretty pumped to invite you to eavesdrop while we chat with some of our favorite badasses in and beyond the hockey world. The arena goal horn doesn't blow when people have success off the ice, so we want to blow it here. Did you say blow? Oh, I might have. Claudette likes to rap while eating kale and chewing healthy juice on our way to Super Momit, sell real estate, or change the world one philanthropic moment at a time. Bridge smashes coffee and makes up the words to her favorite songs, needs to set an alarm on her phone for almost every appointment in life because she's always late. She's busy managing her three kids, dancing addiction, and website for pro hockey families. If we lived together, we would high-five each other at 4.45 a.m. when I'm just getting up and Bridget is headed to bed, each a vampire in our own right. Both of us love our families, each other, and our insanely awesome hockey community. So pour yourselves a drink of choice and saddle up because the boys aren't the only ones with stories. On today's episode of Our Hockey Life, we have Nicole Anderson, wife of Craig, who is a goaltender for the Ottawa Senators. Craig has been playing pro hockey for 18 years and counting, having been on four NHL teams, playing 614 NHL games, and the recipient of the Bill Masterson Trophy in 2016-2017. Nicole is a champ in her own right, dominating the boy-mom life with two active sons, and most importantly, kicking cancer's ass. She was asked by the NHL to be their Hockey Fights Cancer Ambassador for the 2017 season, and she bravely stepped into the role, sharing her story and helping others. Nicole takes pride in being there for both her immediate family and her hockey family. We want to welcome you, Nicole, to the show. Hi, Nicole. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? Hi, girls. Hi. I just going? Sorry, I get so, I like, I don't know, I was like just introducing you and I like getting so emotional about it. Um, I guess just, yeah, you're amazing. So we're so happy to have you on right now. Um, but first off, where are you? I am in Florida. Enjoying that first day of summer break with the kids. Oh, they just got out of school? Yes, today was like a half day, so they got out of 12. So it's good. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. good. Any plans for the summer? Um, yes, we have some plans. We just got back from the Indy 500 because Craig's a racing goo goo. Oh, right. Guru. <laughs> and we're planning Italy this summer. And we've never been like out of the country besides Canada and Mexico. So we're pretty pumped. Oh, wow. So <laughs> is everyone going? the kids too everyone's going i should say me and the boys like jake and levi haven't left the u.s to go to europe or everywhere but craig has been over there so we're signed that'll be fun um so i remember a few years ago jason was playing in allentown pennsylvania and uh, we went to a neighboring town east in pennsylvania and of course my son easton thought that was just so cool that he had his own town um, I didn't break it to him that it wasn't his, but, um, and then it was such a small world that you messaged me and you're like, I'm from there. Yeah, I was from there. So it was, I could help hook you up with anything you needed there. <laughs> I know. How was your upbringing there? Um, simple. It's like small town, simple life, um, laid back. I loved it. I love the way I grew up. Yeah. Like I loved living there. It was actually one of my favorite years in hockey was when we were in Pennsylvania. Everyone was so easy and and nice and friendly. It was honestly, it was one of my favorites. It's such, it's a pretty area. I've never been to Easton particularly, but Pennsylvania I've visited just this last year and it's so pretty. Have you taken your boys to the um, crayon factory there? Oh, the Corolla factory? Yes, we did. We, I think we were just there in the last six months, actually. We go basically every time we go down Yeah. and my mom's taking them again this summer there. Did you, so say, cra- did you say Crayola? Yeah. Like the crayons? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they make them there. I actually, you guys, this is another fact I could have put on my paper for you people. But I worked at the Crayola Factor as my summer job to make money for college. No way. Oh, my God. Okay, I want to know who You gets... make the kits for the Crayola 
us. Oh. Like you put the crayons in the box and this in the box and it goes down the line. Okay. I want to name the crayons. Who gets that job? I want to name crayons. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how goals. that works actually. I, I, I don't know. I always think like craft dinner. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Um, fun job. That's cute. Uh, so where did you and Craig meet? Um, Craig and I met in Florida. I was working in a country line dancing bar and he was playing for the Panthers. Okay. And that's initially how I met him. Okay. Wait, where we need, were you working? We on need the to dance know more. Floor, yeah, on the bar, to, behind the bar. We need to know more about this country line dancing bar. Um, I was a bartender <laughs> at a country line dancing bar and Wednesday nights would be ladies night. So a lot of people would come there. It was like the place to be like, the line would go around and everybody would just want to be at this country bar. And I used to bartend there and I was a beer tub girl at first. Oh my God. And that's how I initially met him. But that was my side job. I was a teacher too. Okay. So that was just to help the yeah. teacher, not yeah. teacher. Totally. No. Uh, and- where was it? In Fort Lauderdale? Is that what you said? It's Fort Lauderdale, but it's like a little town called Davie. Okay. So it's kind of like your more country part of Florida, like a little town where they actually... Like ride horses around, they'll bring them to the McDonald's and different things yeah, like that. Awesome. We um, Ray played for the Panthers too, but I don't remember ever going to a country bar when we were there. Because you would have, I would have been there. Yeah, would have been. But what town did you live in? Um, we were in Boca. Oh, okay. And then we lit, okay. and then we were thinking about Las Olas, and then Ray actually—that was his only trade. We actually had a house like on the line, ready to go, and our out was if he got traded that that we were out of that contract. So it really. Kind of all happened in five seconds. Interesting. So, but, Nicole, how old, how old are the boys now? Um, Jake is going to be eight in July, and Levi is five. Okay. Okay. So, we're, I'm just like, we're at the phase right now with like our boys where we got a letter home with Ryder um, about talking about like sex ed, and he's in grade four, which is earlier than what we did. So, have your have your boys started to ask you yet where boy, babies come from? Um, yes. And that's Ooh. a good question. They do it. It's Levi, the five-year-old that asks about it. And I, they're like, well, mom, how? And I'm like, oh, no. well, mommy went to the hospital and they just take it out of my belly and then it's done. And he's like, oh, I was like, okay, perfect. You're like, and <laughs> moving on. Yeah. I know. Cause Ethan, he still thinks that I just, I threw him up. So I'm like, we're just going to stay with that. But I'm like, I know. Yeah, like, I stay with that as long as you can. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Cause it's just so fun having like two boys. Like I know yours are so busy and, and I know you're having fun with them. Like it's just such a fun age. Hey. But can I ask you a question? Like what is the curriculum for them to teach Ryder about sex ed? Like Ryder specifically or his grade? Or his grade. Um, fourth grade sounds early to me. It is early, but you know what? It's all earlier now because of the internet. Like they have to learn the, like well, they have to just teach it now because the, I mean, I remember learning in grade six and seven. Yeah, me too. But because of the internet, they're finding this stuff out very yeah. early. So they just have to teach it. Yeah. So Nicole, I have a, our youngest is 11 and she has been watching Friends, which I thought was a completely innocent show for her to watch. I'm like, oh, that's great. Yeah, she can watch Friends on YouTube, no problem. And then I sat and watched a couple episodes with her and I was like, oh, holy shit, they talk about sex in every episode. <laughs> so and I was thinking, oh, this is a great little, it's a great little icebreaker into, you know, a more adult stuff. <laughs> so I had to have the conversation, the real conversation. So, oh, um, brother, I didn't have to get that yet. Yeah. So mm-hmm. stay okay. away from, stay away from friends, just so you know. <laughs> I mean, they're probably little, okay. they, they wouldn't want to watch it anyways, but I love friends and now oh, Harper is well-educated. <laughs> it's just so funny. Like, but I just, listen, if you rewind, if you rewind back to your, um, 
childhood. Yeah. When they used to sing, my anaconda don't want none unless you got buns on. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea what I was singing. No. And no. so like years <laughs> yeah. later and I was like, oh. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's disgusting. Yeah. And I, here All I was right. jamming out in the back of my mom's Pontiac to, <laughs> to baby got back. I'm awesome. just praying that my kids are like me, like they're clueless. Yeah. And later on they're like, oh. No, a hundred percent they are. But I did feel, I, I see that too. And even my oldest will be like, mom, how did you let me watch that? Or she'll watch shows again and she'll laugh and she'll be like, I didn't catch any of that when I was a kid. And I'm like, yeah, you weren't supposed to. Thank goodness. Thank God. Yeah. Good answer anyways on the kids. And yeah. um, Are you ready to get into some fun little facts about you um, just so that we can get to maybe know life with you and Craig a little easier? All right. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to quiz you. Do you want to do this code out or me? Sure. Okay. So you can just answer, well, I'll just ask you a question and then just answer you or Craig. So, okay. Who made the first move? Mm, I'd say Craig. Mm. Who was the first to declare their love? Mm, I hate to admit this, but it might've been me. (laughs) (laughs) Who wears the pants in the relationship? Well, according to my poll on Facebook, I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good answer. Who's funny? I would say, oh. I would say probably me yeah. because I hold down the floor all the time. So right. I'm going to say me. Yeah. We're in charge, right? So um, who's funnier? Hmm. I would say I'm funny. However, Craig is a very introvert person. So when he does say something... It's funny. So he has a funny <laughs> sense of humor, but he doesn't talk. So people doesn't see that of him, but he is funny. <laughs> like the silent funny. Okay. We'll, we'll give that a time. He has that yeah. dry sense of humor and it comes out and you're like, oh. <laughs> oh there you are. Yeah. So who's more stubborn? Mm, he'd probably say me. Right. Who takes But the- I would say him. All right. Well, you're the one answering. So you get to say <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, you get to pick. Yeah. Okay. Who takes the longest to get ready? Mm, probably me. Who's more outgoing? Me. Who's more adventurous? I would say me. Right. He's stuck in his way. You know how <laughs> hockey players are. Yep. Who's a better driver? <clears throat> mm, I have to say him. Okay. And who's a better cook? Me. Nice. nice. It looks like you won. <laughs> of course because it's always a contest <laughs> I was counting on my fingers in here. yeah <laughs> always uh do you guys have any pet peeves well let's I mean I guess he's not here to tell us what his are about you but do you have any anything about him that is a little bit of a pet peeve um well this pet peeve probably goes hand in hand because I know I drive him nuts because he's very um regiment and there's a place for everything. And if the ketchup belongs on this shelf in the uh, refrigerator, it's there. And for me, I'm laid back. So that drives him crazy. Uh, Like, I'm like, it doesn't matter. And he's like, but it does matter. So we have that (laughs) roundabout all the time. (laughs) It's hard to let those ones go. Those are kind of ingrained. They're just going to be forever parts of your personalities. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. What's uh, what's your guys' perfect date night? Perfect date night for us is just going out to dinner, maybe a sushi place or a movie and being home by 10 so we can wake up with the kids next day. I know, right? <laughs> it's always an early night. That does sound perfect, though. Oh, uh, yeah. So we actually, like, 
try to get a babysitter at least one time a week to have a date night, which we need to do that. And I need to put that on the books now that you're talking to me about it. (laughs) Right. It is, sorry. It is, it's funny that you actually have to put it in your calendar when you're so booked up with your kids and everything. And honestly, sometimes I'm sure I feel like most parents, they're just tired and you just want to hang out. You're like, Oh, we have to go out, but it's, it's healthy and it's good. So yeah. Good for you. Keep do it you, up. Do you guys have any family? And reconnecting after a season. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not saying oh, that yeah. guys, but after the season, you go, 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 and you lose time with each other because it's like on their off days, you're spending time with the kids, and it's hard to have that one-on-one. So now it's summertime. We try to focus on it more. Exactly. So do you guys have any family in Florida, or is it just you guys there? Um, actually, my dad lives like 10 minutes from me, and then... His brothers and sisters live down here also. However, my sister's supposed to be moving here in August, so I'm pretty pumped about that. Oh, that'll be good. Okay, and where's Craig from? He's Canadian, right? He's from Chicago. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Whoops. He's from Chicago. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah, well, he speaks on every interview like he's Canadian, and I keep saying, you have this Canadian accent, and you're really from the U.S. <laughs> you need to drop that. <laughs> well, maybe for me, too, because I just picture him in his senator's uniform, and so I'm like, he's Canada. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, that's not the case for... Well, he also played in Guelph, too, when he was, what, 16 or 17, so he's been in Canada a lot, so I shouldn't be so hard on him. <laughs> We owe you a huge congrats right now. You are two years cancer-free. Way um, to go, warrior. That is amazing. Um, so I know this is a little bit heavier, but would you be open to talking about your diagnosis? Yeah, absolutely. So it was in the summer, and I remember it was August, and I thought I had a sinus infection where I was coughing, and it was like clear, and then I felt like I couldn't get stuff out of my chest, and then it was turning to yellow. And that's when I called my OB at the time. And I was like, I need an antibiotic. Like this is not going away. And she's like, let me give you one that I can prescribe to you because at the time we were pregnant with our third child and it started turning brown to blood. And she's like, yeah, you need a strong antibiotic, but this is only what I can give you. Mm -hmm. Fine. We went through the, the miscarriage and that's when I made the transition to go to Ottawa And then I found this little pee in my neck and a girl in Stittsville who's a nurse, Catherine, who I'm great friends with now, she's like, you really need to get that checked. And that's when I contacted um, Dr. Cregan, who's the team doctor for the Ottawa Senators. And he sent me for a stat ultrasound, which he never told me it was stat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I called the uh hospital at the time and I was like, I need to go see my friend in Pennsylvania who has breast cancer. And they're like, no, your doctor ordered the stat. So I went to there and I was like, okay, here it is. Do it. I jumped in my car like a half hour later, took the kids to Pennsylvania to getting the call. You need a stat biopsy immediately. So Godette, this is another link to you, the Flyers farm team. And I can't remember their name right now. Um, Anyway, their doctor hooked me up with a doctor in Allentown. I got a biopsy and diagnosed with nasal pharyngeal carcinoma. Like, five days later. Oh my gosh. How did you, like, how did you feel? Like, what was like, what's going through your head when that, when they tell you that? Well, I, I feel like I was numb because I went through so much in those two months that I was like, okay. I remember crying my eyes out in the office. I remember my sister being there. Um, I'm glad to hear you had someone with myself. Right. My sister was with me. Mm -hmm. Um, I just remember saying, I got to get through this because I have two kids. And when you're giving this death card, 
and you have two kids, you're like, I have to live. It's just, it's, it's a hard emotional thing, I guess. Like to think your kids aren't going to have a mom. I think that Mm -hmm. hurt me the most. Yeah. Were you even thinking that cancer could be an option there? Oh, absolutely. I was online because, you know, I shouldn't be self-diagnosing myself, but I was online looking at every single thing. And I looked at my sister, Katie, and I go, Katie, I go, I have nasal pharyngeal carcinoma. She goes, Nick, do not diagnose yourself. You're going to drive yourself crazy. I go, Katie, every single symptom I have right now points to this. And she's like, no way, Nick, you don't have that. So when they told me I had it, Mm -hmm. she just looked at me and shaked her head. She's like, I will never tell you ever again Mm. not to diagnose yourself. Yeah. And it's like, I knew. Right. And then I didn't want it. Like in my heart, I didn't want it in my gut, but like, I know. Right. And then you start, where did you start your treatment? So, so funny how our hockey world, such a big family, but, um, the Montreal doctor immediately when he found out what cancer I had called over to Ottawa and a player had the same nasal pharyngeal carcinoma from Montreal. And he pointed us. Yes. He pointed us over to Sloan Kettering and that's where I got hooked up with the doctors from there. Did my first treatment in New Jersey where I could do the proton radiation, which is a radiation that's pinpointed to your tumor instead of being affected all over. Like it's crazy. I lo- like I love the hockey world. Like the I, connections. Like- well, it's insane. You've just mentioned five different cities in a very short <laughs> period of your life, um, all hockey related. And I guess honestly, that's the one. That's one of the best parts I I feel like about hockey. Like within not just your friendships, communities, but this access to amazing healthcare and doctors, and the fact that they're all right. Like they are they're willing to reach out and help you in, in any way that they can. And you know that you're in good hands. Did you feel a little bit of comfort in all of that? Yes. I think I was just more scared of living. Like I even lived in, um, we rented two apartments that were joined. So my kids can stay on one side of the apartment when I was sick and then we can walk from back and forth. So I think it was more or less not being in the comfort of my home. That scared me a little bit, Yeah, but yeah. I just had to buckle down and do it. Like we stayed in New Jersey for Christmas that year. We did New Year's there and I just had to go to treatment every single day, seven in the morning. <sighs> just breaks my heart. So like who every- was living with you then at the time? So did, Craig took time off then, correct? I remember this. Yes. Ta- Craig took time off and he wasn't going to take time off right away because I told him, listen, they said that you're not going to feel the effects till you're two weeks in. I go, you're going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. He's the one that left the game before I even started the treatment because he's like, Nick, I don't realize, you don't realize what you're going to go through. And I really didn't. I kind of went into it blind thinking, oh, I can do this. Like chemo radiation, I can do this. And then you get in there and you're like, holy shit, this is brutal. And um, so it was Craig. We took um, a babysitter that helped us in Ottawa, Ileani, with us down. And she stayed with the kids around the clock because Craig became this caregiver, dad, um, even took care of my dog that broke her jaw when we were in New Jersey too. Why not? not, Right. (laughs) And my, my family actually lived 40 minutes from where I was doing the treatment in New Jersey. So my mom would come down or my sister and everybody spent the weekends there around the clock. So I was blessed to have my family. Yeah. Having Craig there, I, I mean, he is your partner and your number one. So I, I don't know when I, when I, I remember hearing about him stepping away from the game for you and, that in itself just made me cry. Like I knew that you were up for a battle. I loved that he knew enough. And now hearing, like, I love that he knew enough, excuse me, to step away 
and be there for you. Yeah. Like I remember like talking to you through this and you're like, no, I just want him to go back and play. Like I don't, I'll be okay. And I was like, Nicole, just let him be there. Like he's not going to feel good being away from me, but you're so strong and like, you're so, I don't know. Like you, you know, just, we're so used to being on our own. You know how yeah. you two are like when they're there, we handle everything. Like, yeah, you're and like I this. Just, I thought I could handle it. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like I totally remember all that. Like you're just like, Oh, Craig, just like, you're yeah. like, I just want him to play. Like, you know, it'll be better for him. And he, like, there's no way that would have been better for him. You know, like he, there's no way he would have been able to yeah, play, especially, especially the way goalies are. Like it's, you know, it's, it's a lot, yeah. a lot of it's so mental. And he legit, he legit took two months off. Like it didn't work out. He mm-hmm. didn't do anything. Yeah. yeah. Like he was like wearing hats, like making breakfast, doing all the jobs that I do. I was like looking at him going like, oh, you oh, can do you it. capable. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it scares you because you're so used to doing it. You don't know how to let go of your, yeah. I don't know, your control maybe. And yeah. And then his, fir- his first game back was a really emotional. I was like bawling my yeah. face off. Like Me it too. was so emotional. I don't think anyone had a dry eye watching his like return back. Like how, yeah, I was even crying. Well, I didn't even and, know you did it. And you really, you pushed for that too. So again, like on the flip side of things, you, you're a warrior, you're going through all of this and then you're like, get back out there. It's time to get back out there. Well, you know what it is too? When we were in New Jersey and we would sit and watch the games, like as much as he's like, it's okay, Nick, it's okay, Nick. You know how you see that sparkle in their eye when you know they want to be there yeah. and he's mm-hmm. telling me he doesn't, but he knows he's doing the right thing. But then I'm yeah. like, you guys got to go back. He also said this to me. He said that when he went back to the game, it was an hour or two hours of him just letting go of his life and mm-hmm. focusing on the game. Yeah. So that would be... And it was a way of just an escape. Yeah. I could see that being therapy too. Where, yeah, totally. Because he didn't have the choice to think about anything but what was in front of him. Right. Yeah. Oh, and so now now you're making some changes. Um, you're you're making some clean choices and you're hoping that others follow suit. Can you tell us a little bit about what you've got going on now? Well, first of all, I've changed like my whole eating habits. If anybody knows the true Nicole before all this, I'd eat like two Twix bars for breakfast and a soda and that was just me. And I, <laughs> I hate to admit it, but that is me. But now, like, I am getting green juices every day, eating very organic and healthy. I I still eat my chocolate. I'm not going to lie on that. <laughs> yeah. That's a necessity. Um, I can't. I even gave up Starbucks coffee. That's hard, too. What? I know. I've had, like, four <laughs> since December, which is amazing. Um, and I will pat myself on the back for that. Oh, I started um, working in Beauty Counter, too, promoting clean products and a safer way of living. And so you have another um, cancer warrior hockey friend doing the same thing as well. Did you find, um, you know, that you and Amber um, just really gravitated towards each other with this like path that you guys are just so passionate about now? Okay. With Amber Van Ryan, she actually worked at Roundup with me back in the day. No. I've known Amber for years. I don't know if you guys know this, like, she used to cheer for the Miami Dolphins and she used to be like, Nicole, you need to cheer the Dolphins for me. And I'm like, well, Amber, I was like, I can't do the Dolphins. I'm like more of your back handspring. I want to be thrown up in the air 30 feet kind of girl, but like, you're beautiful. You do me all Dolphins. And that's how we connected through everything. And she was a beer tub girl at Roundup. She met Mike and used to, for two years, asked me to go to hockey games. And I'm like, Amber, who watches hockey? Like, I don't watch hockey. That's hilarious. <laughs> so then she marries Mike 
And then Mike has his 30th birthday party and she's like, Nikki, come to the party. I go, yeah, but do you mind if I bring Craig? And she's like, what? <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's hilarious. So Mike does his hockey thing. I do my hockey thing. She calls me all the time. And then she tells me she's diagnosed with breast cancer after my high school girlfriend was diagnosed with breast cancer. And then I tell her I was with cancer. And then she's like, Nick, you need to put sunscreen on your kids that don't have oxybenazone and all these different things. She started talking to me about it. And then I just jumped on board with her because it's just very important that a lot of this stuff is linked to cancers like parabens and different things. So it was awesome. Amber was put in my life way before, but for a good purpose. Yeah, that's just the bigger picture. Yeah, that's wild. It's funny with Amber had just, I met her through Lori Ankiel, who's my business partner in, she does our baseball life. So the two of them were Dolphins cheerleaders together. So you just shrunk my little world too. I, um, that's so that's, funny. It, that is kind of wild. But I love that, again, like Kodat said, the path that you guys are both on. And it's funny that how you came into each other's lives far before any of this. And then you're there for one another and but, powering through. But it's so nice that like to have someone who like fully understands your life, right? Like no one can get that, like someone like Amber. No, I know. She understands it. She walked it. She She gets it. Yeah. And even just the hockey aspect, like... You know, never mind like what you guys went through health wise, like everything, like the moving, right. all of it. And aren't they, they're not living in St. Louis full time either, right? They do for like 12 weeks out of the year, I want to okay. say. I'm not sure. There's a bunch of it, but she's come back like in April. They finished the school year here, but now she's back up there because, you know, all the lose. excitement. Oh, right. Yeah. But because like you guys, you guys did the back and forth too. So like, you and Amber can also relate on that level, right? So there's, yeah, there's so much. Our lives are very similar. Yeah, exactly. How are you feeling now, Nicole? You're, you're two years cancer-free? Um, I am feeling great. Um, is it a new kind of great? Yes. Will I ever be the person I was beforehand with my energy level, thinking I could run a marathon and stuff like that? No, but I don't let my mind go to that. I push through every day. So because I had radiation on my um, neck area, it put me into hyperthyroidism now. So I'm learning all about hyperthyroidism. It's a side effect to it all. And I knew it was going to come. And so it's here. And then there's just a bunch of side effects that you always deal with after cancer because radiation chemo kind of gives you so many other things that you'll have to explore, which is fine. I just tell myself it's the new normal. I'm still good. And I push through the days and try not let it bother me. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So cheerleading is a big part of your life. Um, is it still a big part of your life? Well, I wish it could be because I have two boys that, you know, are so active in every other sport, but cheerleading, (laughs) but, um, I'm very connected to the world still. I have, um, all my friends, um, opened up cheer gyms like 20 years ago. So they're so actively involved in the all-stars and everything. And I didn't get to go up this year because Levi joined the dance team at his school. So he had a a dance recital. It was awesome. But um, I'm still connected to cheerleading. Yeah. Cause we were just, we were wondering too, like what you would do for you time. So I was wondering if cheer was still, still something that you could be a part of. Um, Well, me time right now is once I take the kids to school, I, I try to do a yoga class and I try to like, go out to lunches with different friends. That's my me time right now until they get a little bigger because I can't really do much being a mom too. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Is it tricky? I mean, I find too, like I've gone in and out of 
um, my passion. I love to dance and I've been a dancer my whole life, but because of kids, I've moved in and out of things was obviously you talked about cheerleading, but you said you were a teacher as well. Are you still passionate about that? Oh yeah. I love teaching. So, um, I actually just signed up again to sub in Broward County to sub. So last week I went and subbed for, um, the music teacher down the street. So I'm still, if I still want to go substitute on certain days, I can like the way the program is, you can sign up any day you want. If someone asks you, you can say yes or no. So I'm still connected to teaching in that way. But the new avenue for me for teaching, I think, is in the cancer world now. So I'm just trying to find my way and seeing the different things I want to do to help others in cancer now and teach that that way. That's great. Well, and the NHL had you as their um, ambassador for Hockey Fights Cancer two years ago, correct? Not this past season, but the one before? Mm -hmm. And it was a very rewarding experience. I felt like it was more therapeutic for me, too, with everything I went through it opened doors up that I didn't even know that was offered to patients and different things that now I can help others. Which is another um, connection bridge with you and I too, with Nicole is that um, Amy from Hockey Wives, uh, one of the producers, she asked me if Nicole would be up for that. And so I reached out to Nicole and she was obviously on board. Yeah. So small world, right? (laughs) I love that. And the fact that you can, that you're, like you said, you're, you're passionate. You are now educating others. and helping them hopefully lead, lead a healthier life. And I'm help, I'm happy that it, it was therapeutic for you. Oh, absolutely. Um, I just feel like now that I feel like it's anything, even with down to Cotette, you understand the whole autistic world and autism world, and you know how to give back and where money needs help and what um, kind of programs that need to be designed. It's the same thing on the cancer side too, where there's medications that are too expensive for people. How can we get them lowered um, to, I don't know, where can I stay during treatment? Cause I can't afford anything in New York. And that's where the hope lodges mm-hmm. come in. So like just knowing, I feel like knowing the topic as much as I do. And I don't know if it's like, sometimes I'm like, I can't believe you know so much about cancer, but it's a good thing, yeah. you know, because statistics show like Canadian cancer society said in 2020, one out of two people would be diagnosed with cancer. Oh God, that's so sad. Oh, that, that makes my skin I know crawl. it is. So it I makes feel my skin like crawl. I have a piece of this to help. I know it does. Right. Yeah. And to use your platform, right? Like we, we've been given this amazing platform and I love when people can use it and you're, you're pushing forward and you're going for it. And I love that. How supportive was your okay. um, hockey girlfriend crew during, during your fight? Oh, they were awesome. Um, they were like, they were my big cheerleaders. Like, you know, Julie Turris. So she set up... Um, notes for Nick. And that was a neat thing that she did because when you're going through treatment, like people mailing in cards every single day, it gave you like hope just to like read something nice to make you feel good. Uh-huh. So I like hung them all around my room. I might've had like a hundred cards, like on clothespins and we, uh, clotheslines, we put them around the room and it was just a way to push through. So that was good too. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and she reached out to all people that I played with beforehand. So I was getting cards from people I haven't even spoke to and like a year or two. And it was nice to hear from people and the support. And then the crew, like, Oh, I know we had to gas our nanny literally right before the trip, but the trip to Nashville that I was supposed to be a part of, and I had major FOMO not being there, but like what, you know, what awesome hockey friends you you have, like, you know, everyone to get to, was that the one year or I saw pictures on that. I'm such a creeper on Instagram. I saw that those, so you went to celebrate. 
Was that for one year or? We worked in Nashville. Yeah. Was that for, um, or just at the end of treatment? I can't remember. I think that was just a survivor trip at the end of treatment. It right. was in 2017. So we went in that like September-ish. Yeah. We went September preseason. Ugh, yeah. All, so all the sad. Girls went. It was fun. Survivor and then trip. also, yeah. And then we had Jess McLeod from um, Colorado yeah, come some... and Hendrix came. Yeah. There was a bunch of other people. I from know. We had league. like a yeah. fun little group chat and I was like, about to book my trip and we had to gas our nanny. So that was fun. Um, so on that, exactly right. <laughs> so on that note, who was your first hockey friend? My first hockey friend, like a hockey wife. Yeah. That yeah. I first, like, with? yeah. Your first best hockey friend, like someone who welcomed you to the team there's, or a ticket game. I would have to say there's, I would say there's two. And when I first went to Colorado, it was Haley Stasny, Holly mm-hmm. Stasny's wife. Mm-hmm. Love her. And Jess McLeod. And I, I talk to them still to this day. Love that. I love it too. Do you have any um, fun or crazy stories from the days with them? Any, any like, particular uh, party that stands out in your mind? I feel like that, that's kind of always the inside peak that people like. like. I feel like your Colorado days, you guys had like quite a good crew and a good time down there. Oh, we did because we had Kim Jones too. Yep. So, um, <laughs> That's exactly where my mind's going. Um, so, and we had Jen Foote because Adam Foote was still in the league. So I remember my bachelorette party, they show up and they're like, oh, we're all wearing different wigs. <laughs> so we all went out with wigs on. We had this big party bus. It was just fun. Yeah. It was like no, I don't know. It was just Cause it's fun simple, when everyone fun just and just let loose, right? Like, Oh yeah. I mean... <laughs> I could tell you some stuff. I don't know if I should put it out in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. You can also leave names out. <laughs> exactly. Right. She's not biting. No. She's not biting there. No, no I, can't, I can't do that. <laughs> so what was your favorite team to be on then? Do you have a favorite? Um, and often that separates. I don't know separates. because I feel like each team brings different memories. Like right. the Colorado days, it was just like, we were all single with no kids. So it was mm-hmm. a different era for us. You know what I mean? Like yeah, definitely different t- time. Ottawa is when I had started having Jake and then I started doing mom things and it was more with like Aaron Phillips, BB Alfredson, Kate Neal. And that was the start of Ottawa with just the families and married. Mm-hmm. And then it just, it started changing now where I feel like I'm the old mom on the team and it's okay. Right. But, um, and now the, t- the league is getting so young that it's, I, I feel like I'm a little, I love them all, but I'm a little disconnected. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and it's, um, I, I understand that too. And at the same time, I feel like, because we stayed in it for a long time and we're definitely the oldest on a few teams. Um, but I enjoyed, I enjoyed the company of the younger girls cause it made me feel a little younger and it made me take a break and I don't know. Learn, oh my learn God, what's I going so on. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Right. <laughs> I then so I didn't look, I yeah. used to ask Julie Torres. I'm like, which, what color of nail polish should I be wearing? Like for my, what, what makes me look cool, but not trying to be too cool. Like <laughs> help me out, Julie. <laughs> Julie's on it though. Yeah, she is. Julie, exactly. She like I'll, cool. I'll send her pictures. I'm like, am I allowed to wear this outfit tonight? Like, or are people going to be like, who are you trying to be? Like, stop doing that. <laughs> whatever okay, listen, I you can wear whatever you want jeans and the black top <laughs> yeah black top black heels always, <laughs> safe, always right? a go-to so with your dance background um or your cheer background sorry and um craig's goalie skills who's more flexible do you guys do splits together and we mean that in oh. the literal in the literal sense <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I am more flexible than Craig. Are you? You're not even gonna. You're n- yes. Oh my goodness, yes. Um, I still like do heel stretches and stuff, and he laughs at me. But um, he can't touch his toes in real life. He can't. Like I don't know. I must, no. He can't. Well, when he's in goal and he does a straddle and stuff, yeah. like I'm like, whoa! Like where'd that come from? Like in the moment. He can straddle. Yeah. But ask him to try to touch his toes. I will send you guys a picture and you guys will be laughing. I don't believe it. I'm like, come on, Craig, bend over a little more. No, I'm telling you. And how, Jake's the same way. Same muscle count. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what, how tall is Craig? 6'2". Six 6'2". Two. Six two. How tall is Jason? 6'3". Mm-hmm. 6'3". Jason can do the splits? Yeah. This fascinates me because as a dancer, any men that I ever saw were like long, lean guys and not super big guys. So when I see like a big guy, six foot three <laughs> yeah. man doing Sprawling the splits, out, yeah. <laughs> I, it's so foreign. Yeah. But so does, so Craig doesn't do the splits. I feel like all goalies do the splits. <laughs> Just on ice, he does splits? Um, like yeah, saying, it, it, when he's in momentum and yeah. he's going for that save, yeah. I look down and I'm like, holy, crap, how did you do that? Because I always joke with him, girls, like every summer, I'm like, we need to do yoga. Like, buddy, you need to get like your really? yeah. more so when, flexible. So uh-huh. at home, like, does he, because Jason, like, especially when he was playing, he would roll out and stretch for literally three hours a day. And I would say like his body still needs that. So he does it about maybe like two hours a day, but he is That's always good. rolling out and stretching. Does Craig do that at home too? Um, Craig goes to the trainer every day. So like whatever he does there, he does there, yeah. but I never see Craig stretch. Really? I feel like Jason's always <laughs> stretching. Like I'll wake up like, cause I, well, I go to bed at like 8 PM and oh. then I'll wake up at like 10 PM and he's on the floor rolling stretching. out, stretching. Yeah. Um, can you send a video of that? Yeah, yeah. Will that get you all hot and bothered? What does he wear? What does he wear when he's stretching? I whatever you, whatever you want him to wear, Bridget. All right, I'll send my request. <laughs> I will definitely send a picture of him trying to touch his toes. I always try to push him down, that. so it's funny. Isn't it funny though for them? I'm sure. Like in the moment, like you said, you're watching and you're going, "Whoa, how does he do that? He can't even put his socks on in the morning." Like uh, they just do it though, and also they're going down and up, down yeah, and up. They're fast. I can't do that. I always if I, tell him too. And it's crazy oh, because like the goalie, like, don't you find too, like some of the goalies now are like big guys. Like Jason's a big guy. Craig's like super tall. Like Ben Bishop is huge. Devin Dubnik. Ben Bishop's huge. Devin Dubnik. Like Mike Smith's really tall. I'm like, these guys are yeah. massive. Oh, how, yeah. how do they do this? Anders like, Nielsen is big too. The one that played with Craig last year, Anders Nielsen. Yeah. He's big too. And I'm like, he's bigger than Craig. And I'm like, God, they have to like go down and up. Okay, I don't let's, even want to do that when I'm I want to see all these guys doing the splits. So let's, can we just like <laughs> make a real create a movement? <laughs> Reach out to all the girls and be like, all right, today is the day. It's Sunday splits. Can yeah. you all please post a photo of your husband? I don't you know, know why it's so fascinating. You know who used to do a nice straddle? I know this because I used to bust Craig's chops on his, uh, his moves. But um, Kiprasoff used to be able to do this straddle. I'm not kidding you, like laid on the ice. Like wow. straddle. I love that I you. I, I love that you said. Do you know who can do a nice straddle? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm in. Tell us. Tell us all about. <laughs> Tell it. us of all the the hot straddles you see. <laughs> and like Brisgaloff, like he's a big guy too. Like it's funny. All these like goalies yeah. are such big guys. All right, I want to see it. Girls, start getting your guys to post their straddles. Well, that interests you guys because you're like, we're dancers. Yeah. Yeah. You're dance and cheer back. And I'm just like, yeah, I can't, I can't touch my toes. I'm so not flexible. Can we do a fundraiser though? Whoever does a straddle, (gasps) we do put money towards something. Oh my God. You're onto something. Oh, write, write this down. Okay. 
fundraiser. I like that. Yeah. That's okay, so we'll, fun. We'll start a straddle. I will straddle come up with the name. Some sort of straddle. <laughs> Codette's typing right now. She's typing. Um, <laughs> and like speaking of like um, fundraisers and stuff, um, Nicole, like that's one thing that I love about you is with your teaching background, you're always so genuinely fascinated by Ryder and like how far he's come and like your messages always mean so much to me. I know you love his videos and I know like watching him talk like means so much to you. And like, I just, I love that about you. Thank you for like always caring about Ryder. Oh my God. It's amazing to see his development from like every year of how far he comes. Like it's, it's amazing. Totally. Cause like, like the first know. time you, well, when you met him, he was the ring bearer and Julie and Kyle's wedding. And he wasn't even like talking really at all then. And so maybe like one word, maybe. Yeah. And it might not have made sense. <laughs> no, but he's, he just has come so far. Like, I don't know. I just, I'm so proud of him. And I'm proud of you because it takes so much time. I don't think people realize like if you take so much extra steps to get them where they're at and it's a lot of work and mm. you should be commended for that. Oh, no. Agreed. Come on. I, I love makes, to watch him too. He makes me so look fun. good, but I just, I had to point that out that you just, I love that you genuinely like love watching his progress and you're always just cheering him on. Like every time I post a video, you're always right there. Like, Hey, this is so cool. And I love that about you, but it's like, you know, your teaching background and you get it right. So you get how, how big these steps are. So yeah. Anyways, I just, I wanted to say that. We knew more about that topic though. I always was, I always trying to figure it out. Like cancer, like what causes this? Why? I just want to know why. Yeah. Like I should be a scientist. I know, right? Everyone's just researching. Uh, I just have some fun questions. I don't know. You love music. And who's your favorite singer? Uh, Stevie Nicks. Hands down, it's Stevie Nicks. I'm showing my age, but I love her. Oh, I'm with you. I love her. So when Jason and I got married, my grandpa walked me down the aisle. So my first dance was with like uh, my grandpa and we um, had Stevie Nicks. So I'm with you. I love it. What about it's a cur- just her voice? Oh totally. yeah, it's awesome. I love her too. And guess what? You're not. I don't think you're throwing your age out there. I have a 17 year old daughter who loves Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac too. So that's awesome. It is. Okay. What's on your playlist right now, besides Stevie? On my, well, I try to keep. Well, I shouldn't say that. I listen to series on the fly a lot because I love my old school love rock music. But I try to keep it like. <laughs> hush, hush a little bit because I have my neighbors and I bring them to school, uh, little Nicholas and Nathan. And she is a Brazilian girl and I love her to death, but it's like, they're very simple. So they listen to the Disney movie shows and no, like no. all the songs. So yeah. I'm in the car and they're like, can we listen to music? And I'm trying to find the Disney song for him. And there's Levi, my five-year-old going, mom, I just want to hear shake it like a salt shaker. And I was like, Oh God, Gutty, we can't listen to that right now. <laughs> oh my God. I'm the but, same way. Jason so, gets so mad at me. He's like, he'll get, we'll get in the car and my kids are like, can we listen to J Cole? And Jason's like, pardon me. What have like, what have you done to my children? Like I'm turning them into hood rats. Don't worry. So no, I actually, I have a playlist for the kids and I've been teaching them music. So they like to listen to Elton John. Um, nice. They're into the uh, Imagine Dragons. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of put on a lot of old school stuff. So, um, what else do I listen to a lot? Do you sing along? Do you sing along? Do you have a car concert? Oh yeah. We all sing. We all sing. Except Jake is more like Craig and he's really quiet and pretends he doesn't know the words and then he'll come out with them later. And I'm like, Oh, so you do know them. Oh my God. They're Um, so cute. They like that song bubble butt. (laughs) 
Oh, oh my gosh. I love it's just it. like that. But I, I, I mean, they're boys. But yep. I'm trying to teach them the old school 70 and 80 stuff too. Like Michael Jackson and Madonna. I play all that yeah. old stuff. They'll know it all. It'll be great. Yeah. Then there'll mm-hmm. be your little party tricks because you've got a dancer on your hands. So he'll be able to bust it out. I feel, yeah, I feel oh, like you guys are like too. always dancing. Oh, we are. We love, I love to dance. I love to have fun. And Levi's my mini me. So it's good that I have one of these boys <laughs> that are like me. <laughs> Exactly. Right. Um, what do you have planned for Italy? You said you're going to Italy for the summer. Pardon? Just for yeah, a so chunk of the, the summer. Of July. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. End of July is part of August. Um, we're limited to four cities, even though we want to do so much more. It's like Craig has to work out for the last, like last season of his contract. And, um, so we're going to go to Venice, Florence, Tuscany, and Rome. Oh, awesome. And wow. then if we have to go back, I want to do the, um, Sorrento and all that other stuff on the um, south side, but we'll have to make two trips out of it. Yeah. So it's okay. Well, that'll be a fun experience for all of you. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I'm bringing the boys. So I didn't know how much like city to city they would handle, you know? Right. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that I'm not the only one who's never been to Europe because <laughs> you've never been either. No. And people are always like, how is that possible? I'm like, I just don't even, like, we always plan to go in the summer, like do something, but then you know what it's like. It gets so busy, right? And And the the guys guys have to train. Yeah. And they get sick of flying. I remember in the summer too, I was like, all right, let's go. Let's giddy up. And Ray's like, ugh, I'm tired of being on an airplane. I just want to stay and I need to train. Oh, that's right too. Yeah. Like the pressure, right? Yeah. It's like, they got to get back on the ice. Like Jason would always start training first and then he would get back on the ice for like August, July, August. So yeah. it's like no break. Oh, that's what Craig does. Yeah. Because Craig will work out all summer and then August is when he goes back on the ice yeah. workout. Right. So he's got to get back for that. Yeah. But like, at least that'll be like, that'll be such a good adventure and make some good memories with your boys. We'll have to ask you how it yeah. all went afterwards. I've not taken, we haven't taken our kids to Europe yet because I, I'm not ready to listen to them complain about Walking, touring, and walking. <laughs> yeah, and now they're so, teenagers, yeah, and my youngest is a stroller. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what though? Are you? Do you have a guide, a tour guide? I always have heard that Disney does um, amazing guides, like family tour trips in Europe or anywhere. I mean, Disney just kind of does it right for kids. Yeah. Are you using a company? Hmm, I didn't hear that. Okay, but check no, into we're, that. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a tour guide. I know that because okay, Craig perfect. was like, "Yes, tour guide." Yes, one hundred percent. Disney has one. I didn't know that. I'm gonna yeah. look that up. Look up Disney. Yeah, because they do a lot. Of, and I remember being in Europe, probably Rome, and seeing a guide. And they really wear like their Disney kind of, obviously not the ears, but I remember seeing them and thinking, oh my gosh, that is the way to do it with kids, little kids anyways, because they're going to hit a wall. Oh, well, yeah. yeah and then yeah. they're going to know what what's appealing to the kids and maybe yeah. how much or I don't know. But I love hearing that oh. you have a tour guide. I think that's kind of the way to go too. It takes it off of you too. You get to enjoy yourself. You don't have to think about your itinerary. Someone's... Right. And I I know like at at like the Coliseum and different or the Vatican, they say to do the private uh, event so you can go in and not stand in those whole lines either. Yeah. Well, that'll be great. I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah. I'm excited for you guys. Yeah, I'm excited too. Uh, Thanks. Okay, Nicole. So we know you have a busy schedule as you run around with kids. um, So we won't keep you any longer, but we wish you all the best and we will continue to watch you thrive. So thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Nicole. I love chatting. We really appreciate it. Oh, thanks, Claudette and Bridget. Anytime. All right. Stay healthy, girl. I will. I want to. Yes. Chat soon. (laughs) Bye. Okay. Bye. 
Thanks for hanging out. You've been listening to Our Hockey Life with Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. Join us next week when we get to introduce you to another great hockey friend. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Our Hockey Life and at Codette LaBarbera.